What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. So the article's back out again, but this time it's in The Economist about can Uber and Lyft ever really make money, make real money? And it kind of, when it says real money, it's kind of referring to had Uber not offloaded Autonomous, which was for the third time, by the way, that they would not have made a profit this quarter. Yet Uber is still allowing Autonomous rides through Waymo, who they've been in several lawsuits with. You can get Waymo's through Uber app and Uber has tried several times to be an autonomous. And when they finally dumped it off, that's what, that's what allowed uh, them to make this profit this term. So it's kind of saying, can they make real money on the products they do? Or is this going to get so like to a point where to make money, they have to sell things off, allow advertising, this, that, and the other. And I mean, I, I think that there's a path to profitability without selling all the furniture. I don't even know what furniture they have. They don't even have FFNE or property or anything. You know, they have servers located somewhere in a desert. That's all we know. You know, it's uh... <clears throat> so I guess my point is, um, I, we won't dive into that too far, but that's a story that makes every time there's earnings quarters that this story pops up. This one was a little different. Um, so, Again, it'll be in the notes. I'm going to put all the articles in the notes tonight. So, um, But the one that... This is something interesting because I don't know if you guys noticed, but in the news yesterday, there were, or two days ago, there were a couple cities. Local news was running this. And then yesterday, there were a couple cities. Today was Pittsburgh and another city saying that um, the Uber driver or passenger record feature is now in effect. But... As far as I know, that was in effect in five or 10 test markets. Last year, they never pulled the trigger. And now here it is being relaunched softly into like all the markets. So I'm cool with that. I'm cool with anything with safety, but I kind of knew this was going to happen. And this is the Wisconsin Law Journal. And what they're saying that is that, um, yes, yeah, great. Anything, kind of same thing I'm saying, anything to protect drivers is great. However, um, Uber has now crossed privacy laws. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing you, I, I when I, I read it, I'm reading right now, I'm like, is this legal? Yeah, um, I mean, so all yeah. this time, seen them try to launch it for about a year and a half, and now here it is, and now they're going, yeah, it's going to be... Okay, well, it depends on the state. We have states that you don't need two-party two part, two consent. Like, if you're on a phone call and you record it. Yep. Right. You you need to to do that. You need to not only be in a two party consent state. You need to be talking to somebody in one to record it. 
So if like John an, lives in a two-party record. Hey, would it be an uh, option to say if I want to be a um, rideshare driver for Uber, would it be like I have to be okay with being recorded by my no. passenger? Because he's like, it's like too cons- will their TOS box yeah. be able to say, hey, this overrides state law? No. <laughs> like, no. That's, I mean, and that's why these states are going to start going after him. They can do things like saying by just by sitting in this vehicle, you implicitly provide your consent. Right. Yeah. Stuff like that. Right. But I think we're, this is this is more aggressive stuff than we've seen. What were you saying, Marco? No, I bet you I bet you like the riders and the drivers just got a notification. If you want to keep using the app, you got to agree. And no one no one ever reads those things. So they probably just agree to it and don't even know. Right. But. This isn't, we're not like, we're not like Spain where Uber like launched three times illegally. Like even though we don't have the space to find, there's, there's some stuff that they, they can't go out and break privacy laws of the state. I mean, the state, the state, actually they can, the state will love it because they'll be able to sue them all day long and keep, and they'll bud soda. They'll stack those lawsuits. <laughs> to the roof, man. <laughs> I mean, maybe we were just asking, you know, they're going to do it now and then ask for forgiveness later. I mean, I don't know. Kind of. That's yeah. that's what Uber's, well, they pass with uh, Travis. That It seems like this go in, do something wrong, but at the same time, like, you know, you're already entrenched in the market. So then you're like, I'm sorry, but we're already here. So, you know. So I think the only, from <clears throat> from what I've known in the past, the only way that this can be got around is if like in a like so let's say that you don't live in a two-party consent state um the only way i think you can get around this is like let's say that the passenger wanted decided wait i want to record this ride and you hit that button in the app is if it goes to the driver and says the passenger has requested to be recorded on this ride do you consent at this point you've just put that pet now the passenger is in more danger if the person is psycho Actually, I think they're going to, but they're going to say yes, because <laughs> then it puts the driver in a in a spot of why you don't want to be recorded. You know, it's, I, I think I'm know, saying if the passenger asked, or think, right, but I think in there's certain states in the non two party consent states, like the only one person has to know that it's being recorded. So if the passenger knows, that's all that needs to happen. That's a good point. That's a good point. It depends actually on what they're doing. People. I guess it depends on what they're doing with the data. You know, if, if that data is being locked away and only accessible if there's like a lawsuit, that's they one thing. It's encrypted. I mean, yeah, but yeah I mean, that's what the, that's, <laughs> at least that's what they're saying. It's, it's encrypted, so there should not be a way. But yeah, this this information can be used, especially if you're talking about some important business deal or something like, or you're a politician, you get in the car, you're saying something about a bill, you know, the the, the Uber driver <laughs> recording some sensitive information. <laughs> so like. <laughs> Eric, for person for me, I will probably just won't speak at all now. If I get in the Uber, I'll just won't speak. You know, like I don't, you know, like I'm important enough anyway. Yeah, just you know, case talk about something, some gambling. You know, like I'm gonna bet on this, that kind of thing. And yeah, I don't know. It's just there's some some ethical implications. Well, then that's when you just talk about bad bets, and then (laughs) (laughs) the Uber driver like, well, that guy he's not driving no more, huh? Yeah, I mean, I'm all for this feature. Here's the th- here's here's my thing though. What what they probably could do is say, by, I mean, I would I would have to check up with a lawyer on this one, but 
is I can ask Brian, I can ask uh, Bryant over at Legal Rideshare this one because <clears throat> what they could do is say um, all rides are now recorded all the time, and that could be in the TOS. To use Uber, you're being recorded at all times for safety features only. We do not sell this data. Blah 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 blah. But I think that would be legal. I would be okay that. with that personally. I don't know for you guys, but all right, cool. As soon as you get into this vehicle, everything is recorded. Everything, all right, cool. Like at least we all know there isn't like a back and forth on who decided to turn on or not. So I would be okay with just Blade. Hey, get into this uh, vehicle. We all being recorded. It's good to go. Just makes everything easier, in my opinion. Uh, I would do yeah, I mean, as long as long as it's encrypted, as long as it's kept, unless there's a lawsuit. Because I would hate to, like, what if somebody misworded something and they took it as like a threat to somebody, and they were just talking to their friend in the back, and they're like, "That's not the context this was in." Right. And they're like, "Well, here we have you saying that you would do this, and let's, you know, just say they were drinking and angry at a politician and said something." Yeah, especially take that as a threat and say, wait, you're getting drunk, you're gonna say something stupid. Well, at least I so hopefully it's just like these (laughs) things are just locked away, and the only time they're accessed is if like a lawyer needs it. That's Mm. I guess that's my thing. Um, I'm all for safety. I don't know why two years ago when they came up with this, they didn't just launch it. Um, probably because they knew that there'd be these lawsuits. (laughs) So then they soft launched it, ended it. Now they're bringing it back everywhere. And I guess they're just willing to go, well, forget the lawsuits, man. I don't care. So that's what's kind of going on with Uber, you guys, over there. And then Lyft today. And I got to tell you guys this, because I don't know if you remember Rudy um, Free Cab. When Gary and I talked with him last year, he was just about to get started up. He's in Philadelphia. And he had this idea about like letting you watch ads and either like for half of the trip And you could cut your rate in half for an airport ride or for short rides if you just were watching it through the app. Um, And if there was interaction, you could get other coupons and things. So it was like coming up with a way for free rides. But if you were like, oh, I don't want to have to watch these this whole trip, you could turn it off on your phone and pay the difference or pay the fare. So there also was a fare behind it. Uber Uber announced three months ago, and we talked about it, that they were going to start doing advertising in-app for the first time. This was at a time when that video that I recorded live with Ru- Ruby. Um, he, okay, so that had like, let's say 200 views, maybe 250. And it was recorded like seven months before middle of May. And in middle of May, in a 48-hour period, it had 6,300 views. Mm. Two weeks later, Uber announced it. I Oof. sent all this to, to Rudy. I was like, man. Wow. I can't prove this stuff, but man, you know, like this didn't look like some, no other video of mine got hit like that. It looked like it had been distributed. Yeah. And like they grabbed Uber it and it's like, check this out. This. <laughs> yeah. So check this. Check this. What are they talking about over here? <clears throat> so they got a promotion. They're like, hey, watch this, boss. But now telling, there's an article. Tell- oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I'm telling you, all these companies watch us. We don't think that they do. I, I think that they, they, they definitely do. 100%. Maybe not Tony Shu, but there's somebody that monitors social media that they know what's going on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, they're not getting feedback from their third, you know, from the from the phone support people in Thailand. 
<laughs> no, this is like a great outlet for them. They can come in here and hear some truths, some opinions, can, some can venting. Imagine, like, how how what level of venting or, is it going on at? Or DoorDash. Be like, hey, today I want to see what Steve said last night, and then I'm gonna check out Hannibal's channel and check out Kim's channel. And, channel. <laughs> and that's their entire job is to watch us. I mean, that's probably if somebody. Honestly, these big companies, there's social media. Put a bunch of yeah. mobile behind it and give them a bunch of money. Yeah, as long as they hit the like button, you know, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But how many times, though, if you really think about it, one of us making this up has like some crazy idea and like we think it's crazy at the time and we're just like, kind of joking about it. And like two or three months later, like one of these companies rolls out something. I'm like, oh, oh, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But here's here's the strangest part. So that was an Uber thing. And, and I've got the articles like I actually I, I should make a video on that kind of putting the screenshot together because, you know, I. I'm like when you're looking at analytics, you can see a video that seven months ago had 250 views over a week and a half, then maybe like an occasional couple here and there, but it's been kind of, you know, static for about seven months, then boom, in 48 hours, 6,200 views, or six, you know, plus. And it's like, wait a minute. I, I had to look at other videos like, wait, did I just, did something weird just happen? It didn't. I just think that one just got distributed. And now Lyft uh, is challenging Uber by introducing in-app ad functionality, and they're claiming to be there first. So Rudy at FreeCab thought it up, as far as I know. Um, Gary and I thought the idea was a little out there and needed some polishing. Rudy's a good guy. Um, needed a little polishing. But now, a year later, Uber's going after it. There's articles out, now Lyft's going after it. And it's a little bit different, but not really. What they're looking to do is, I mean, after all these years, Uber nor Lyft has allowed in-app advertising. And now they're going to be selling it. So I don't know if it'll get you free rides, but it will for whatever it's going to do. Maybe you'll get discounts or who knows. Um, <clears throat> but all that's going on with these companies, you know, just kind of ripping off people, all this, that, and the other. And... Uh, do you think they they're doing this because of the situation they're currently in? I mean, Lyft is what thirty percent of the market. When Uber has seventy, um, you know, Uber's trying to stay competitive. You know, maybe if they were stronger, they may not even been bothering trying to do this. But is it a sign of desperation, or you think this is actually a good idea? I think anything. I think anything. One of these rideshare companies at launch at this point. Lyft or Uber, I think even if the other company completely hates the idea, expect, expect to see that idea implemented on their platform as well within a week. Yeah, I think we're yeah. at that point. Now it's like, you add that, I'm going to add it too, because I think Uber's just trying to wait it out. Lyft has to make some very aggressive moves to stay. I mean, in fact, when you said 30% of the market, I'm shocked. I know Sergio's very pro Lyft right now too, thinking they can bounce back. And I hope they can, because I think there needs to be a competitor but I know in most markets, Lyft is just dying. So to say 30 percent of U.S. rideshare is Lyft, I, I just I don't know if I believe that. Um, I mean, well, I think the other thing I think from like a Lyft versus Uber perspective, Lyft has to win at something. They can't just break even to to beat Uber to get life back. They have to find something that's they're going to be better at Uber then, uh, and then they got to get that to spread. So. Yeah, Gary even commented here. 
he said that uh, the in-app advertising helps to boost their Uber Eats side of things as well. Yeah, but there's they're also selling ad space to like it's revenue. Yeah, it would make more yeah, sense I mean, for you to do it from a revenue perspective to say we can put your ad in front of millions of customers every day. Yeah. Pay us our money now. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. I I, I think they're gonna go after it even much bigger and it's gonna be things like I wouldn't even be shocked to see a competitor. Maybe in an Uber ad, you'll see a Lyft ad. That'll be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it's all. I mean, if Lyft wants to pay him enough, would you guys sign him. up to? I mean, you guys don't take a lot of rides here because you guys have the cars and stuff. But when you do to save, I don't know, ten percent, would you sign up to watch the ads while while you're in the car? Yeah, put it on mute. <laughs> Well, if there was interaction and stuff and you had, and there was a way that they could, because that was how what Gary and I were asking um, Rudy too was, well, how would the app know that you're watching it? Like what would stop me from just hitting fine? I'm watching and just putting it down next to me. And that's and right. he was saying, well, there'd have to be some kind of facial. And I was like, dude, there's oh, that'd that's, be a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, to you're me. talking about something that even the Uber can't do facial recognition, right? <laughs> they get it about 60% of the time females people of color people of different ethnic origins and it's not just day night there's that not just that issue yeah. they just don't have software that works i mean right. during the pandemic i've told you guys i put duct tape over my mouth for the uber pictures yeah i, used to, I tried I used to, to bulge my, my eyes my out. Nose. Like, like, i need help it. yeah it didn't matter and they were like you're good to drive like they'd say pull over and take a picture i'd be like okay and i I mean, there were some funny ones where I just straight up put duct tape over my mouth. You know, like, help me. <laughs> and they're like, you're good. <laughs> like, <laughs> you need help, you shouldn't be logged into the app. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't be trying to work if you're getting... And you're all the, just so you guys are aware, most people are already aware, when they said facial recognition and you were supposed to be covering with a mask, all that they did was made, all that they did was made sure they couldn't see your nostrils or your mouth. If those weren't seen, you were good. So really, it was no facial recognition. It was nothing on you. And it wasn't even able to actually check if it was a mask. Yeah. I mean, I there was... Use my, I, used you know, to, I used to use my shirt because I didn't have my mask. Like, I'm, I'm getting ready to leave. <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, all right. And I put my shirt in and take a picture. And they're like, okay, you're good to go. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was one lady. I don't know, remember where she was from who was a rideshare driver. Who was who had a rubber banded Norton's antivirus over her mouth disc CD like one of the old installation CDs or DVDs, and she was taking her picture with that. Why? Because it was covering it her mouth, and it said Norton's <laughs> antivirus. <laughs> I mean, I I had to laugh. That's just funny. I know you will you will laugh at that. Just <laughs> there's no way around that come on um but um yeah and for those of you that were wondering too not to get back into the event because it's not it's just stuff that's happening this week uh, minneapolis is now looking to go around um the governor's uh veto of the bill his first veto ever uh for the state but they're looking to go around it for the city of of uh minneapolis and i believe Gigan's in here, so he can tell us. I believe it's Minneapolis and St. Paul, the Twin Cities. Um, but I know it's Minneapolis, where he's just going to go around it and say, or they're going to go around and say, yeah, let's just 
let's just do this anyway. So that might be coming. Like, what was the reason why he said no? Man, this guy. Yeah. So yeah, so this guy has never vetoed anything. He (laughs) is. I don't know if you're familiar with um, with the politics up in in Minnesota. The only reason I would ask is I know many states, many people aren't, but Minnesota is strange because it has some of the farthest left people that you'd ever, I mean, and so normally anything to the left gets through. Um, and even the governor's very to the left. He, this is a very to the left bill. He, it took him what, two weeks of like arguing down to the wire to get the sides to agree on it. And they kind of came to that conclusion, like, okay, we've agreed here it is. Let's get it. Let's get it into um, law. And when they submitted it, the governor, they, they've, they're so used to submitting to the governor and going, okay, all we need is his stamp done. So we're good. This was his first veto in his political career. And his political career is 23 years. Never had a veto. Um, my guess is, is that he, is that he works. He has some, he has some big money behind him with, either directly with gig companies or at least parent companies or things like that. Hmm. You know, cause I know even if, no matter this. where you stand, man, if you're, if in your top three supporters, DoorDash is in there, good luck, man. I mean, they're well, going to, that, that, that's the answer. Yeah. Yeah. They're just going to tell you to, well, you're going to do what we say, or we're going to make sure you don't get reelected and we'll probably work on getting you out of here quicker. And they'll just make your life nasty. This is what this is why like everybody's like all politicians are dirty. I think a lot of politicians get into it not wanting to be, and then they see that everybody else is dirty, and it's not like, ooh, I'll make money, my money too, doing that way. I think they just find out that you gotta have supporters, and all these supporters have their their bad sides. Now you're there's no politician out there who has just these great supporters behind them only. <laughs> you've got a mix and you've got to watch who you get in bed with. You know, and I think that that's something we learned here. I think Minnesota's about to learn a lesson. I think that this, I think this is a bigger article than uh, people know. It came out today. Um, or wait, it came out yesterday. Came out yesterday. It was yesterday, I think. Yeah. Um, we're Wisconsin. And we we were talking about, the, I was talking about this with uh, Long Island Dash Experience, Lou and Mary, not too long ago, because they're, they're, one of their kids goes to school up there and does dashing. And I was talking to them when this was starting. And now um, the Wisconsin lawmakers are pushing to regulate third-party companies that deliver food from restaurants to company, to customers. So DoorDash um, have connected restaurants and consumers and even helped them survive the pandemic. Um, but then this is a specific thing to, uh, for Culver's, um, one of Wisconsin's most storied restaurants. <coughs> Selling a hamburger can be quite a headache. Was their thing um, to sell soup in the summer? Creatively is necessary is a necessary ingredient. The soup market in the Bay Area, a restaurant devoted to its customer choices. Um, we've always wanted to have delivery co- um, component of our business and just couldn't make it work with our own delivery drivers. Um, but now there is a um, so. 90 degree, uh, this is a quote here, night from, from one of the people who's opposing it, one of the restaurant owners, 90 degree day when someone doesn't want to leave um, their nice, comfortable office, you know, they can order in and never have to leave. So those are sales we wouldn't see otherwise across town, 
Culver's doesn't see it the same way. Um, when they list our information on the website, I can tell you every single time it's incorrect. Um, this is the Culver uh, Franchising System General Council. Um, a bill in the Senate aims to correct the situation by regulating food delivery companies. It would require they get the restaurant owner's consent before posting the menu online. And if a restaurant doesn't want to be included, the app must remove them within three days. Um, now we, I mean, we've seen, we know about restaurants saying, I don't want to be on there anymore. And they're like, well, tough. They're like, well, you know, if you don't want to be on there, we won't give you your cut. We'll still find a way to get you on there. We don't care. You know, we'll go about other systems. We'll still get these orders through. So I'm glad that they're kind of getting to that point. I was telling Kim and uh, Marco before we started, I thought it was really funny, this part. And it's just the one word, guys. So um, the bill adds that companies must tell restaurants what was ordered and when so the process is transparent. Now, to me, that's just so hilarious because we talk about transparency. And I know some of these articles have that word in there. But this is the first time they've actually used it correctly. Like this is actually the person who wrote this used it correctly. What, what how they're saying it. that you know they don't want these orders coming in or orders sitting there, even if DoorDash repays them for the food. Some of these mom and pops, it's like they're like, I don't care. It's not about just the money. We just don't want to be wasting all this food and it to be sitting on a shelf. It's stupid, yeah. you know. And so, um, yeah, I mean, this is. Uh, so, and then the last requirement of the bill is aimed at identifying who's at fault if issues happen. And the bill has both sides support. Um, it's bipartisan support in Madison, their capital, and it will be voted on. So when you guys are like, no legislation's coming. Well, it's already in four states. It's looking at Kim's state. It's looking at my state. It's looking at Minnesota. It's already start. It's now already started in court in, in Wisconsin. Seattle has theirs. California has theirs. Massachusetts is about to have one that they're going to try and revise. So to those that say that, like, I'm just concerned about base pay. I'm going to say, man, this is, this is the problem, though. <laughs> and I hate to say it this way, but those who do just say, I hate $2 base pay. It's wrong. Well, what about when it's $1? You know, I mean... To me, that's that's not an issue. Either you can earn on tips or you can't because at $2 or less, let's face it, that's not why you're doing that that ride. You're doing that ride based on the customer service to get a tip. $2. You, none of us would take any orders if they were $2. I mean, right. I don't even think we'd take it to go across the damn street. I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't out of the pure, even if it's just like walk it to that guy. I'd do it just out of like my personal no. <laughs> like, no, man, I'm not going to do that for t this is not, a, you know, it's not a $2 job, man. Yeah. Well, you're asking me to do something. You know, I'm not your employee. You don't have to pay taxes on me. You know, I'm not saying treat me right because I'm not an employee, but don't try and pull that crap. You know, so I had somebody asking me, you know, like, well, is this going to be like, um, you know, will this just bring in like Prop 22? Look, I'm, I'm going to be careful what I say here, but Prop 22 has a has a lot of people that enjoy its 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 perks. However, it was designed for rideshare drivers. No rideshare drivers gets any Prop 22 in California. 
No. Because you're going to make on an active hour, you're going to make more than 120% of minimum wage in your California area. So like if it's, you know, 16, $17 in the inland empires, which like John McKellian, Sergio, all those guys live down there. If it's, if it's that, and it's going to be 120%, so let's call it 20 bucks to be nice. If it's going to be 20 bucks on an active hour with rideshare, if you didn't make $20, you should be quitting today. <laughs> I mean, cause that's your, that's driving lots of miles and I'm talking about active. And so they didn't get any of the perks of that. The only people who got it were the delivery people. So I think some people view, like I know Sergio does, Washington State as a win. But Sergio lives in California. He knows. He's, he's like, Prop 22 is a joke. I know, again, I know people enjoy its, its perk. And, but it's mostly just delivery people. Like shoppers, Instacart shoppers, rideshare people, they didn't get, they don't really get to bask in that. You know, maybe, maybe Instacart people a little if they're not getting tips. But, um Nonetheless, I, I don't know. I just, I think everybody, I think people have found some good points about it if you do food delivery in California, but overall Prop 22 was the first. And I don't think it's the bill to be, to be modeling things after. And it seems like other states are not. So they're going about this in a different way. And, uh, and I like that. I think that, uh, you know, I think that being able to multi-app, it's just going to, I think there's lots of problems coming down the road, but also make it so that it helps everybody out. Otherwise, what you're doing is you're just telling everybody to get onto DoorDash only or Grubhub or these things and then just abuse them. So I'm a little I'm a little in the dark or I'm a little t- mixed on this one. Um, but it is it is it has two senator backings, um, and it has the bipart- bipartisan support in Madison. So it looks like not only is this going to hit the fl- hit the floor for a vote in the next couple of weeks, but it also looks like it's going to pass, like without any problem. Mm. So those living in Wisconsin, we've known that might be coming for a while. It is. Um, so let's see where are we here? Oh, oh. <coughs> so also I won't get into them, but. Illinois became the first state to enact protections for freelance workers. Um, Kansas City cracks down on incorrect classifications of employees. Two more states. There's Illinois and there's Kansas. They're both doing things right now, too. All these articles I'll put into the show notes, you guys, because you should be looking at these. Um, you know, I mean, this is this is this is what's coming. And in the show notes might be your state. You should know this stuff. You know, I mean, you should, some of the stuff's harder to find when I talk about like New Jersey, um, they really have like a real mess going and I actually count on other people to send me good stuff, but what they're trying to do is like, it's just a complete mess. It probably won't go cause there's some good people to fight that, but, um, you know, I mean, but get on, get on these when the show's over and look in the show notes. If you see these, if you see your state for sure, read it. And if you don't, you should be reading these anyway. They're not that long. Look at what's going on with these rules. I mean, it's it's just changing in a way where good luck, guys. I mean <laughs> it's gonna be very peaceful. It's gonna be interesting if you're a gig worker and you end up moving states in a span of years and you're going, Oh, this state has this, and no, oh, this state has this. Yeah. That's gonna be exactly. interesting for people. <clears throat> so <laughs> robots, people. 
They're everywhere. Great Nivedia and um and what was it with an A that used to there was a company that did autonomous with Lyft that was only in Vegas. They did a couple trade shows. They were with them for a couple of years. It's like all pro or something with like a P-R-O-W, A-L-P-R-O-W or something or something like that. But that is a company that is part of uh, Nvidia, And Nvidia pulled out of Autonomous and said, no, 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 this is way, there's too many good companies doing this and they're not even close. So what the heck? And then they made those little trash can robots. And now their whole technology is in those. And they are going to go public. Um, so we're going to be seeing. That's an. I mean, I'm laughing here, but that's another threat to us, you guys. So uh, I guess they think that what they've been seeing in LA is a good um, response with these. I can't tell you how many. Um, and by the way, guys, if you are on TikTok, they're on. They're on YouTube now too. I think it's Film the Robots. Um, is the handle maybe? I know it is on TikTok or Film the Ro Robots LA. This dude just goes around. He knows them all by name. He's like, what's up, Austin? He'll follow him. He's like, oh, you're wheels. <laughs> he knows them inside and out. And he's like, he just films these guys and they just screw up everything. And so I don't know, but it looks like, you know, I, I, do are they coming for all our jobs? Are we done? No, but it looks like something they're going to be using. You know, I mean, college, college campuses have been using them for a while. The city of LA using it, I thought was going to be the, Okay, these don't work. But well, now they're going to start dishing these out. It's going to be on the very small orders, the things that are yeah. as a yeah. 10 pounds yeah. or less. In my, in, my local, in my local college, I, I see them all the time, but they're confined to like the college. And sometimes you'll see them like wander off, you know, but <laughs> people always look for them. them. You know, like they'll get in the way. Dogs hate those things too. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I got to tell you guys that there's a, like there, I do know one thing that they're teaming up with um, one of the production companies of like festival concerts, like some of the big, big ones, you know, 50,000 plus hundred thousand plus where they're going to have like roped off areas and you'll be able to order something. The delivery robots will go to a corral. You go over to the corral, you find your robot and you pull your food out. That so one thing they're going to be testing idea. it at is concerts. Now That's working a, a lot of concerts idea. and production, I can't wait for it to rain. I can't wait for it to be muddy. I can't wait. Are you talking like those those outdoor kind of festivals where it's like yeah. just five six yeah. hours of concerts? People are drunk, been drinking since yeah, and afternoon. where you're driving in go for to fifteen miles, bumper to bumper, and then you're parking on grass like that stuff. A big. I could already yeah. see. Yeah. robot just sitting there. I mean, I feel like people are going to yeah. rip these in half and be wearing them as like concert hats. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> wow. Like, you to be when you have three, the other ones are missing. Oh, Can you imagine someone going like, dude, let's fill it up with like beer. It could be another cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Hannibal, you have the trash cans too? Um, I don't see them. Uh, I, know, uh, I saw someone in the comments in New York. I don't yeah. know what part, but I, I, I haven't. 
I I just actually ordered Ubi's uh, tonight, and it was a human being that came, not no robot. <laughs> there there was a human that came to your door. <laughs> a human being, not a, not a trash can robot. So not, not yet, at least not in the hood. Um, <laughs> yeah, I see Gigwise is coming to you about this. So like, he's saying the grocery stores here are up and down the aisle scanning for empty spots. Yeah, and if you guys didn't see, I know a lot of you love Spark. If you didn't see Sparks bringing in big time robotics, big time, like ones that are going to do everything. So basically they'll be like, they'll be doing all the shop. They'll be going down aisles and just everything will be slid out into the basket. You pushed up. Yeah, all John, orders John made, a, made videos about it. Uh, wait, John, it all a everybody. Yeah, they got it. Yeah. Walmart is interesting. They got a, they got a interesting future. I'll put it that way. Even out here, I just discovered something the other day. They have autonomous, not uh, the drones, but autonomous vehicle deliveries. It's interesting. There's a guy in the car. It's autonomous. <laughs> Another Walmart employee loads the car. The guy in the car in the autonomous vehicle brings it to you. He doesn't help you. He just sits there and watches you take out your groceries. But he, he's just there for the car. He's an engineer. But they, uh, that's out here now, too, apparently, in addition to the drones and everything else. Just <laughs> Stairs at so you. So they're downtown. Does this mean really? anything to you? I got. Right, I got to check that out. Actually, yeah, that's it's pretty like, close. To, that's pretty close. Can you take a well, video like, and like well, make well, something? Like... Well, I saw it the other day, and I tried to take a video. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. Really it became awkward in about. Yeah, if it's downtown Brooklyn, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I, I, I guess I don't order around there, so but I didn't see even driving around. But I'm gonna check that out. Actually, thanks. So. I've never seen, I haven't seen you in here before. Welcome. Is it tahini cocoa? Um, but are you say so is when you do it, have you ordered one? Is it in the app? Like when I was in Vegas, autonomous was a, was a separate thing. Rideshare came up and it didn't want you to see autonomous on the bottom because they knew it was crap. But they're like, Oh, you heard about that. Yeah. You can use it here. Do all these steps. But I'm wondering like if it's in there to say, Hey, I'd like the robot or if they're offering a discount. Or are they trying to promote it? Like, hey, do you want a robot delivery? That's a, that's two dollars less. That, that's my, one of my questions. Probably do because that means they don't have to pay a person if they can have a robot do it. Well, I mean, I, what 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 did we say in here? No, no tip, robot trip. I mean, I don't know. I, I I'm surprised these things are rolling around New York City though too. Because when I watch them in LA, LA has bad traffic, but it's not as compacted as New York. And I'm just surprised because yeah, I mean, Brooklyn these things are falling over, being kicked traffic. over. I can't, yeah. I, I just see that they're all going to be in the water here in about three days in New York. I mean, I don't are you know. talking about they're going to be floating in the Hudson? <laughs> well, people like are cracking them open, stealing the food, and then they're taking, like, I know that like one of the big things now, you know, for autonomous cars in San Francisco that little thing that we found out about the cone, people are now going out with cones. I don't know if you've seen this. I'm putting it up on the car. <laughs> people are just, no, but they're like going out to drink with like five cones on them. And then they yeah. just put them on autonomous as, as they see them. So they can't go anywhere. I, mean, I could see those robots having like, <laughs> like, oh, we're going to tase you if you touch us or something like that. You know, like a little warning or I don't know, something. Because I'm, I'm sure they're not cheap. So... Yeah, you gotta have some kind no. of defense. No, um, and uh, 
yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm glad I'm glad they're gonna be going public. Uh the, I guess the other part I found kind of funny was that this one, this all wouldn't I always wondered what postmates did for Uber. So the uh serve robotics, these robots, um are the love child of Postmates and Uber. <laughs> Somehow by acquiring Postmates is how this made this all possible. So I always wondered, like, because like in some places you can still even order through Postmates. It's weird to me. Like I know, I know some very weird spots where people are like, I'm mostly in the West Postmates. Coast, I believe, though. What are you talking about? <laughs> like Postmates been dead for three years, bro. <laughs> yeah. Or more. I don't even yeah, about three years. Um but uh yeah, before moving on, I know I do want to talk about the DoorDash story that Kim uh that John sent to us and that Kim talked about yesterday, I know. Um and because I'm not shocked, but I think it's worth hearing. But I also wanted to know, Marco, you got did you did things get fixed for you on DoorDash? Oh no, no, it did not. I had, a, like, I had a, it did for Bud Soda, and kind of same thing happened to him. That I knew you guys were That's what he said. So I said, I mean, Trey is not a very uncommon name, so it could be the same person. I don't know. Um, those could all just be handles, too. Were there any updates? Yeah, yeah, yeah he could have just made that up for all I know. Um, right. So yeah, I mean, <clears> he basically he sent me an email, and at first I was like, yeah, this could be a scam. It could, you know, it's weird. Saying like, oh, we, we saw your video on social media. Or I forgot, I forgot what name his team is. Some advanced escalation, you know, some fictional escalation, team. Escalation team. Yeah, and then he sent me another email, and then I'm like, all right, let's let's play ball and see see if it is this guy or whatever. Sent him an email a couple of days later. He was like, you know, it's really nothing. The email was very generic. A lot of like copy and paste using ChatGPT probably. Uh, to you know, basically put me down in a nice way. Um, he didn't really say much. He just said, "Hey, uh, if you log in, it, it'll tell you why you were deactivated. It, it stands as of now. You can resubmit your appeal for in ninety days." And that's basically so what, he said. what was the purpose of him reaching out to you if he wasn't going to help? You? I don't know. <laughs> I you don't know, know that's, that's weird because that's the if you guys aren't familiar, that's the exact same thing that happened to Ellen's dad, delivering with Ellen. She's in she's in Nevada. She's in Henderson, Nevada. He's in California. Um, but same thing. He was he got a thing saying he was deactivated and he hadn't done anything wrong to his knowledge. He truly this is a guy who's just doing it a couple days a week, you know, a couple extra bucks. He's kind of retired. Um, you know, just enjoying life and kind of having fun with it. He got deactivated and he called and got through to somebody who told him he had a 90-day hold on his account. That he can get that he can get back on the platform if he calls in ninety days. I mean, more or less, that's what the email said. Wow. You know, I was so, like, but what, even, what is that? Market now, they have like huge waiting lists. Like you can't just—it's not like it was before. You can just sign up and you're dashing today. You know, now it's like the wait list is insane. Apparently, at least in my market. So I don't know. Yeah, but you shouldn't be—you shouldn't be right. prone to the right. wait list. Right. I mean, I if, know, if they're like, wait, sense. wait, send them the email because we screwed up. You shouldn't be at the back of the wait list. Yeah. I mean, my what some of the screw ups I thought happened were like when the one person even told you, you know, you've done a lot of these. <laughs> like, I thought I was supposed to. <laughs> like, <laughs> isn't that the point? 
Like I felt like Wait, so- like you even thought maybe you were deactivated because of doing too many. <laughs> you know, it's like, right, right, right. I mean, that's just it's just so ridiculous. Like, why would you even say that to you? The only thing I can come up with is some kind of language barrier because why would they even say that? Why would they even say you've done a lot? Of, yeah, okay, well, that shouldn't be a reason I was deactivated. Period. I I didn't know that good work, hard work, and follow through were going to get me deactivated. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I did, the, I did the update more for like the subscribers that keep asking me about it. Because for me, like, I'm already like past DoorDash. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many other apps, so many other things I can be doing. But it is annoying because I wish they would just tell me, hey, you know what? It was a lady that said you took a vibrator, even though I didn't. You know, they would they, they told me that. And I'd be like, you know what? Whatever. Let's put it to bed. It is what it is, you know? And people always yeah. tell me, oh, but you can sign up with your wife's account. I don't want to do that stuff. I shouldn't have to. You know what I mean? Like, I right. should be able to use my own. You know? Like, it, I know that I could, but I'm not going to, you know? So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's the principle. Yeah, no, I, f- yeah. I fully agree, man. Sure. I mean, and I, and I mean, was that part of changing it? Was your handle oh, always oh, Nova? Oh, definitely Hustlers? don't make a video about it. <laughs> it wasn't Nova. Was it wasn't Nova Dasher, right? Right, right, right. I mean, I think, you know, eventually I was like, well, I think this is more fitting anyways. It didn't, yeah, no, yeah. it is. I thought maybe maybe the timing was around this, but and I just but maybe also hadn't noticed. But regardless, <laughs> I think it's better that you do that because you know, other yeah. than Pedro, why would you want DoorDash in your name? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I think I, I think it was time when I realized that it wasn't getting fixed, like I thought it was gonna get fixed, you know. Uh, and yeah. I still log in time to time just to see like what it says, you know. But you know, let, let me just try to log in real quick. See what it, see what it says. Just just out of curiosity. But uh, let's see. Yeah. One day you're gonna do it. I mean, it's gonna be like, what would you like to start? No, no, with? It just says it says why your account was deactivated. We reviewed the suspicious or unusual activity and found that it violated our platform access policy. That's and then please review. You know, all just algorithm it. nonsense. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't hey, even sound like a good algorithm. And you can't explain though. it. And then, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you're already screwing us over. At least lie better. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, man. You know, it's. Um, so I had a couple. I mean, there were a couple other stories here. One thing I just want to quickly hit on because I know we spent some time just kind of putting closure to the weekend event because it was amazing. But um, Instacart has become the first grocery marketplace now to accept Snap in every state, all 50, Alaska and Hawaii too. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's going to give them some lifeblood, I think. Um, I don't really know. I'm sure that this, I'm not sure about how all the funding part will work, but that and their technology with the caper cart and stuff, Maybe that's kind of their new direction. I don't know. Because um, $4, going from $8 minimum orders to $4 Instacart badge orders, that is not going to work. That's, I mean, even the people who were clinging on at eight, they're going to be gone for four. Because we all know an Instacart order takes an hour, hour and a half. I mean, most. Some might yeah. But for the most part, mm-hmm. you're endeavoring into an hour to go to Instacart. So it better be worth your time. Um, so, uh, and I see Kigwai saying, what is snap? So snap, snap is, uh, it's, it's benefits for, is it just low income or I don't, 
It's I know it's low income, but it might yeah, be other it's low income. Too, yeah, it's basically yeah benefits for low income uh, people. But maybe handicap as well too. I don't know if it gets like, into those spaces as well. But it's it's basically yeah. it's assistance, food assistance, food stamps, it's food stamps. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so in all fifty states, and that's kind of a that's kind of a big deal. So I guess the um, I guess the story we'll close out with is the DoorDash one because it's, it's a crazy one. Yeah, I, I yeah. want to hear everybody's take on this because I'm not surprised, but I'm surprised. So there was a woman, I for, forgive me, I can't remember what state off the top of my head. She was 18 years old, um, did DoorDash, I believe, for McDonald's one night, um, got it delivered, no problems. Um, a couple weeks later, the DoorDash driver came back, broke into her residence and did not good things to her they almost killed her and um it was basically assault um so this woman i mean it was back in 2022 she is okay today um so she did get out and she did get rescued so that's the good news she is filing a civil lawsuit against doordash stating that because they didn't do um, proper background checks and vet their drivers that they should be held liable for a portion of it, um, of her assault. And DoorDash basically wiped their hands clean and said, nope, not us. Yeah. Is it just from where wow. I'm pulling this from or is it New Delhi? What? I think that's where you're pulling it from. Okay. I think that's where you're pulling it from. I because Chloe, it, it sounds like it sounds like Chloe though. This 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 woman. I mean, here at the top, even it's saying that um, um, the delivery agent entered Chloe's residence and allegedly attempted to carry out severe harm to her. A struggle, yes. um, and a struggle ensured, resulting in Chloe's uh, suffering physical injuries, broken nose, finger bites. And marks made on her neck from attempted strangulation. It happened back in February 12th of 2020. Um, basically, the incident raises questions about the responsibility of companies like DoorDash in ensuring the safety of their customers and the effectiveness of background check systems. And I just like Mike said that the delivery person broke her broke into her house, resulting in injuries to the victim. Basically, is DoorDash, DoorDash saying it's not our fault. Yeah, DoorDash rejects no, responsibility it, it, in the alleged. Oh, I can't say this on YouTube. I'll just say the alleged assault, so we don't get Steve into any trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it happened yeah, I, it in Georgia. It looks like. It, Did we cut out? No, I think I was. I thought I. Oh, like, did we cut out for a second? Hannibal cut out. I think Hannibal froze. Okay. Yeah, my um, internet is terrible. I, I, real quick before I cut out again, is DoorDash saying it's not our fault? It's Chuck's fault, basically. But so the thing that I'm interested in finding out is that in this article it mentions that there's different levels of background check that Checker does. Like, do you have a driver's license? Is level one. And then there's like higher levels where do you have a felony? And so one of the things that's going to be coming out is what level of background check did DoorDash do? 
does DoorDash say, hey, you have a driver's license, background check passed? Because this person here already had a felony. They were out on parole. Um, like, this person was a was a legitimate felon out on parole driving DoorDash for, I think, a similar, it might have been uh, a similar crime, too. So, uh, and DoorDash saying, nope. It says here, according to the law firm, firm Morgan & Morgan, and it quotes, because a violent felon shouldn't have access to someone's personal home address. So I don't know whether that implies that he already was a felon. I'm really not sure about that. Uh, or was he a felon because of this incident? No, he, before this, he was on parole. And that was why yeah, yeah, yeah. it became a bigger issue. That's why they would have DoorDash uh, be responsible. Because prior to working for DoorDash, he was already a felon on parole. Right, but Steve, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't there a period of time that DoorDash was just onboarding Dashers? Yeah, when there was no background. Not, so I asked, I asked yeah. a couple people this. My friend Mac and and Nova. Mac th said no check was done in his beginning. He's been on it for a while. I, I believe Nova said in the very beginning. Correct me if I'm wrong, Nova, but. You said that you did have one done in the very initial, but then no, no, no others until. You know, I, I had three done. So when I first signed up, I literally, I remember like it was yesterday. I signed up. And then when I was walking around the house, the email came back. Like it was like a one minute background check. Like it was already boom. You're good to go like super quick. And then I got one a year later, you know, just a random email saying we've initiated another background check. And then like two years went by and then I got one like a month and a half ago. Or two months ago, two months ago. And yeah, other see, than that, I, you know, it was like weird gaps in between. I've never gotten one since the day I signed up. I've never gotten any of those random, you know, checks. I do like Uber. I get them. I would. I feel like it's like once a year type of thing. But for DoorDash, I feel like I know not one has been done on me since I started. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you know, the way I broke this down, yes, the burden falls on the person who did the assault. They actually, they're the one who committed the crime. But I still think there is some liability on DoorDash's end if they did not do a proper background check on this person and he is a convicted he is a convicted felon, I believe. Um, yeah, so here's what it, uh, just real quick I was going to say. It says, in 2016, according to court records reviewed by Insider, uh, this person's last name is Young. Young pleaded guilty to charges of aggravated assault, hit and run, and driving without a proper license after he ran over a woman with a car following a verbal dispute. Oh my God. So, how, so that guy how was he able to be a DoorDash driver? No, so two things. One, not only did he have a violent felony, it was with a car, and he was allowed to drive. Yeah. That was like a face to me. I honestly, I, I honestly think Kim's on something though. I know, I know that Mac was not checked, you know, and I know that's part of the problem right now too. Like Mac is okay. My buddy Mac in Portland, um, he has more kids than the Drivens, by the way, guys. Um, Gee. So if you guys didn't think <laughs> that was possible, uh, Mac and his wife have ten kids. Oh God, God bless. And them. he's two years younger than Tony. <laughs> I mean, they don't they don't leave wow. the bedroom huh? <laughs> um but anyway 
So they he's from uh, Boise, Idaho, or they were in the Boise, Idaho market. They moved to Portland, you know, and uh, he had never had a background check run from DoorDash. He was one of those people that get caught up in, oh, wait, we're going to run them now. And when they ran it, they said, hey, where's, why is this, why, why don't we have the information from the, you know, from these three years? And he was thinking, dude, I was in Boise and I had a Boise license and I didn't even work these platforms. What are you talking about? When I submitted, I had moved to Portland. I gave you, you guys send me my, because they were claiming that, look, we've got a gap in your, not like you did anything wrong. We've got a gap in your timeline. We don't know what you did these three years. And his thing was, you don't need to know what I did those three years because I wasn't working with you. He goes, if you run, if you're running a background check, if any had did anything wrong, broke a law, you'll see it there. He goes, but you don't need to know what my address was and whatnot when I was not doing anything with you. But I guess the problem is, is that all of the other apps, and this was what leads me to believe Kim's correct, because all of the other apps, every other one does a background check when they onboard you. And then they do multiple ones. For a while, it was like with Uber and in and, and the rideshare, I got to say for years, you might like see none. And then you might see within three months, you need to do two. So it was very, there wasn't like rhyme and reason, but all of the other apps did background checks, all of them. And I don't know if DoorDash did. I believe that during the pandemic, when they were trying to get the market share and they did, they just kind of let everybody on. But now they're claiming there's a hole in Max's, in, 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 um, in my buddy's uh, timeline because, well, you didn't live anywhere. You, you weren't on the radar here. And he's like, well, I was, but I shouldn't have to prove that I wasn't doing anything with you and got into this big fight with him. This is a fight, by the way, I've heard from a lot of people. If you've moved, um, it doesn't even have to be this exact situation. Maybe you even worked for DoorDash at the past place. Maybe you still have an ID from the past place. You haven't changed it to the new state. Any discrepancy right now, this is what makes me think they never did do the background checks because any discrepancy right now that any other app would just cross right over because it said, no, no, we already ran a background check on him six months ago. All we're doing is let's just run it again. Just that basic background check. And by the way, for those of you that missed it on the town hall, David finally lets you know how much a background check from Checker is. It's 13 to $21. So if you're wondering what you get for $13, probably not much. Um, but so these background checks are very, I think what they did is finally when they went into the DoorDash database, they said, okay, let's run all these. And that's why they got bogged down for so long too. It was like, okay, well, this guy wasn't alive three years ago, but he's 40. But now he lives here. Let's deactivate him. This guy has a license from that state, but he never says he lives here. Let's deactivate him. Even though we've mailed him taxes to his new address. <laughs> like, we mailed you tax. We mailed you your taxes at the end of the year there, but you don't live there, and we don't have record of it. Really? Then where'd you get my address? How did I get my taxes? If you're gonna claim like you didn't, you don't live there right now. You haven't clarified that. Really? Then how do I have a license? It says my Max said his address on it or whatever they needed. Mac had it. He's like, dude, you guys are idiots. It's right here. And Crazy. he sent it all in and. Eventually, he got back on, but it took, it was like the Bud Soda and Marco thing. It took, I mean, I believe it took months for him. 
because it was right around the same time as Marco got deactivated. I know we did a piece together, all of us. Marco was there too. And to be honest, like he's back on now too, but that was just recent. But so does just recent. So some of these deactivations are are different with DoorDash and the other ones. And I have to believe that even if they were doing background checks, I don't, I've heard it from enough people that they were surprised. If, if they were doing DoorDash first and then started multi-apping, they're like, hey, why do I need to do this checker background check? I would get emails like that from the audio podcast. And I'm like, we need to do it for all of them. You did it for DoorDash too. And I think at the time they were thinking, no, I didn't. Now I'm going back thinking, oh, did none of you people that started with DoorDash, maybe you didn't have one. I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, Marco, Marco did. I know other people who didn't. So, um, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to log in and see if I can see the one that's so old, but I, I guess because it's so old, it doesn't reflect. But I think it they only checked, like, if you were, like, a sex offender and, like, if you have a license. You know, I think I, think, I don't think it was, like, an in-depth thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they did, like, the bare minimum. Um, but I can't remember. I'm trying to log so, in, but I think it's such a long time ago. It doesn't work. <laughs> so in this guy's case, eh, you, you know, you, you ran over somebody that's not in our, that's not in our list. So you're good. <laughs> Pretty yeah. that's, just, that's crazy. Absolutely well, crazy. but Holly, see, this is, this is part of the problem. Holly's saying, if you're a girl and you've had to check every last name you've ever had, you shouldn't have to check her should be doing this. Like this should be taken out of your hands because they can go, they don't necessarily have to get into court documents to see what your old name was, but that kind of stuff should be verified through a security company that's doing background checks. Like they should be able to say, oh, well, she's had three last names. And again, it's just, we all know Checker does an awful job. I think not too long ago when all these guys were getting deactivated and all this craziness was going on. They were catching a lot of slack from a lot of states about not doing, being proper with all this stuff. I think of it like it was a big, huge batch of ketchup. Like, we got to play ketchup. Let's do background checks on. I know Tony Shu says 13 million. Let's call it 10, and probably not all those are active. But, I mean, he had to go do 10 million background checks. That, I don't know if you guys remember, but it bogged Checker down. Like Xander, just Xander, y'all in LA rideshare he was doing curry and other things but he couldn't do rideshare for like two months it's a lot or like six weeks it was like the longest he had ever gone because you the the checker background system that's when it was all backed up it was like you know if you you normally waited a day or two and it's i think i believe now it's back to kind of caught up but i believe they got bogged down and just screwed up even more than they do normally and uh yeah it just goes to my point that I honestly believe we should be able to check our own backgrounds. Um, at the town hall, Ron had a great point. Um, Ron Entre Courier, he said, listen, I'm an LLC. I'm an independent contractor. Before all this, why can't my background check be that I'm an LLC? That's a great point. Because he has a business and it's very cheap to be an LLC too. Don't think this is some like road where you'd be like, oh, I'm not going to do that. I mean, you can become an LLC here in Colorado for, I believe, it's like $98. So, I mean, you get an EIN number then. And the point is, is they can really watch all of your background through that EIN number. So he makes a good point. If you have an EIN number, you should just be able to give that to them almost as like a pass. Like, shut up here. I guess you know? my whole entire point is I feel like DoorDash settles so many lawsuits 
I don't know, I feel like it's kind of left and right. You couldn't help this poor girl out who's been through the, like this probably most traumatic thing that she's probably will ever go through in her lifetime. I don't know. Takes like some level of responsibility, just a little. But if they do, you know, we all know why they can. If they say that publicly, then everybody else who got assaulted and stuff is going to be coming back going, wait, I didn't know you were like paying out claims. Well, they can't. They It's not so much as they I think they don't want to say that up front. In the end, they, they want to, you know, make them do that, but they don't want to give it for free, basically. Because at the end, when this goes to trial, they're going to find out what background check Checker ran. And uh, if the DoorDash allowed a felon to do all that stuff uh, that had a violent felon, not a felon, but a specifically a violent felon, uh, they're going to have to take some accountability. Well, maybe they, maybe they'll sell out of court. Maybe they'll find Christopher's point is good here. That's going to be a big, it's going to be a big amount of money. So, I mean, if she's, I don't know if she wins per se, but she'll be compensated something if they settle out of court. Mm. Yeah, I mean, okay. 13 okay. days. See, I never remember 13 days when I, I mean, even after onboarded and I was doing Uber and Lyft from 2015, maybe 13 hours. Maybe no three days. Mine, mine, mine took three, like three days. Yeah. I think it was like two or three. I, it de- yeah. I mean, it depends on when you did. I mean, if you do it around a holiday. I mean, I do believe Checker gets bogged down. I don't believe they've ever been bogged down like they were in, would it be like April and May this year? That's something about right for you too, Nova? Yeah, like, yeah, like early June. Yeah, so it's like somewhere in that zone is when I think they, I believe a lot of states and just DoorDash in general was called out. Like, listen, we all, I see uh, Derek asking uh, where to go about, you know, Curry uses Checker. They all use Checker because um, Checker is is the one. It's the one that the gig apps use. I know Curry definitely does because I just did it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, and it's, I got to be honest, guys, it's because it's the cheapest. So, but the, the difference there would be like, if Curry said, Hey, your checker background came back, uh, bad. You actually can call and talk to Curry, <laughs> you know, whoa, 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 whoa. I think I got the wrong person, sir. Like if you have a legitimate, no, that shouldn't be an issue. You can call them. They'll fix that. You know, the giants won't fix it for you. You know, not a chance. Yeah, I think Amazon's a different one. Cause I used it on Amazon one and it wasn't, it wasn't checker. I forgot who they use or they have their own company. But it wasn't, and it took a long time. It wasn't like two or three, day, three days. It's like a week, two weeks maybe. Yeah. So DDIS, even he says here that, you know, um, Hop Skip Drive. Yeah. Hop Skip Drive also is W2, I believe. I'm not sure. Um, I know that they had some, some freelance stuff, but most of these that we've seen pop up don't. But uh, same thing with, um, you know, we're having them on here, I think in two weeks. Um, what is it? Black Wolf app. You know, they're not W2, but they carry guns and drive Escalades and stuff and they get real background checks as well. <laughs> I mean, they carry guns. They should definitely have real background uh, checks. <laughs> yeah. I say, I they're mean, probably a little bit more extensive just based off of their nature of their business. Yeah, I guess I just want, you know, I just got to wonder what a $13 background check does. I mean, probably use like addresses, uh, <laughs> high school yearbooks. I don't know. I mean, $13, I I wouldn't give you a half hour of my time 
to research something on Google. <laughs> like so, like what are you what are you getting for thirteen bucks? And they got to keep the platform going, and they got to make money. And Checker does make money. Let's be honest. I mean, they check all of the apps, and several Checker times. Is a good hustle. That's a good racket they got going on there. You know, I think I think yeah. what would be best is if you could have, you know, when you get like your six month insurance card, right? We all, I don't know if it's for everybody, but here in Colorado, it's my premiums every six months. Every six months, I'll get a new card. Mine too. Okay. So that's pretty common. Why, why not? And it would also alert your, your insurance. You wouldn't have to go this route, but what if you could? Because it would also alert your insurance to what you're doing to help them best price you into, because now there's good insurance for gig workers that doesn't cost as much as the traditional, I need everything I see covered. You know, it's more like hybrid, like the, like space should be. But what if like your insurance company could charge you $50 twice a year to when they send that card out, run the background for you, give you two cards, checker verified or whatever, and this, and both of them have the same end date. And during that time, any of these companies that say, hey, we need to run a checker, no, you don't, here. You submit it like your insurance. Yeah. No, I'm valid till December of this year for my background. I mean, because if I go on board to DoorDash, Grubhub, Lyft, Uber, the next four days, one app per, I'm going to have four background checks run. Why? The more I, I don't know if you guys know. I mean, Checker I don't know me. what it exactly does to you. And I know that even having a credit check these days isn't the same. They used to call it a ding but it's not the same ding on your credit. Like if you used to need a, a background check, it actually hurt your credit the more you had to have. And they've kind of moved past that. But I'm kind of wondering, isn't that probably somewhat the same on if you're having 15 background checks done a year and you've never had none up until three years ago? Right. I don't know. I feel like I feel like there's a better solution, something. And I would much rather pay $100 in the year, two $50 premiums, twice two times a year to pay for my own card that I just submit. That way I know too, there's no issue. It came back from my insurance and it says, no, you're good. Okay. Now I can go submit that because it sucks submitting it. And then if you're told, well, no, you're done. Why? You know, I mean, let's, let's start taking things out of the mix that we can. It seems like it's pretty simple. I don't know why the gig companies, and I don't even know why I would offer to pay for it myself. They should. But I'd rather it be done right. So I would I would do that. It's my business. And if I want to make money, I would do that. Um, but uh, you guys, this is our first night back. And I know that we started off just kind of talking about haters and stuff. And uh, that's okay. The haters will be haters. But hopefully they'll uh, start seeing some love too and practice some Kim. That kindness is always free. Um, so, you know, you guys you guys can practice Kim. It's, it's not... There's no fee. I said that didn't, said that didn't like, sound too good. <laughs> right. Well, no. <laughs> and 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 just so you guys know, no, we did. I did not send John, Marco, Hannibal, and Kim a check. Hannibal did not send me John, Nova, Kim a check. Kim did not send. This is and that's the one of the. I, I'm I'm for the check this, but that's one of the stupidest <laughs> things I've ever heard. 
you it, believe it, that? Yeah, I, bizarre. It was a bizarre theory thrown around. I couldn't believe yeah. it. I'm like, yeah, I, all right. Okay. Yeah, haters going to hate. But I mean, at least they could get creative, Sessy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, make it look like you at least put in a little effort in your lie. I mean, don't just be or like, hey, man, you know what they do? Hey, just... all you just. Uh, okay. I say everybody could have just come like if it was that big like come and make your own assessment of the thing like I, I feel like a lot of times people make assessments that weren't there and didn't realize what exactly happened so you know every it, it was open to anybody who wanted to come yeah I mean yeah Rick's right too though haters are views so. <laughs> hate all you want guys but I guess what I'm saying is I would ra- instead of hating, look, you're not, you're probably not going to listen to this, but if you do, if there's some stragglers out there going, man, I'm hanging around some real idiots. You're probably right. <laughs> and what I would say is just start to like watching some things and deciding for yourself. Don't let other people tell you, Oh, that's just BS. Decide for yourself. Cause I, I see it all the time. I see descendants coming from these groups of people going, you know what? Never mind. I actually, you actually are on stuff. And, sick of that crap well okay so that's a win but to the haters you know just just you know i mean like kim said like did you watch the town hall i mean i know there were tech issues with the gig con and we'll get that corrected by next year but the events still happen but did you watch the town hall because i've had specific comments on that one and i gotta say like to that i i don't think we could have asked for a better event I'm a senator, a House member, you know, all these. I mean, we had so many people in attendance that, and good people and great questions. And we made a lot of impressions. Like Kim talked to Senator Priola for a while. Zach did. Sergio did. Um, you know, I mean, this is to get into his ear. He was the one that shot down the bill. I mean, this, is, this isn't just, hey, we got a video out on this. It's, this is a big deal. Like they got into his ear and said, you don't understand what's going on. I mean, Kim's shoving screenshots in his face. Look at this. Look at this. Well, <laughs> I figured if I had his ear in his eyes, I might as well show him what I'm talking about. Because honestly, <laughs> if you don't know the gig world and you don't like, you're just listening to someone talk, you're just like, yeah, I have no idea what this chick is even talking about. Like she must be crazy. But if you actually show them tangible stuff, like that it actually exists they can be like they have like a visual they can say hey oh wow i didn't realize that or really like when i showed him like a really because of course i keep like everything on my phone in every order and i showed him like a really big he's like why would anybody take that i'm like that's the point (laughs) (laughs) i think every politician owes us an hour of a ride along I think we we should be able to place you with people too. Like if you live somewhere, we can even give you to a hater. Like if we really don't like you, like yeah, you're gonna do a ride along with this guy, you're gonna hate it. <laughs> but I think it'd be a big deal to go like, okay, so how does this work? They'll say, so what I what I do is sit here and decline ten thousand of them, hoping I get one. <laughs> Basically, they're not transparent. They're not. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't want to get back into that because I have a bunch of stuff to be putting out now. So I'm moving past and uh, looking forward to next year. To everybody who came, to everybody who didn't come, um, who watched live, who who 
participated who in any way because there were lives and other people's all kinds of stuff going on um but even saying you want to come next year if you wanted to come this year any of that kind of stuff is great and if you're so close-minded that you don't even want to think about it yeah i mean maybe it's not for everybody you know and maybe you have your reasons but you shouldn't hate because we're not there i mean are we here's my thing are we having fun yeah yeah we want to have some fun but we pulled off some great events too like there was some real content and meat on the bones so i mean if you wouldn't want to like understand what's coming to every state probably don't want to come if you don't want to meet the companies that are transparent probably don't want to come you know when somebody said like you know you guys need to get doordash there why to be honest i wouldn't even want tony shoe there and i'm not kidding why would we have him there he would just lie he would softball think, stuff and but I he wouldn't think, come anyway and what would be the point i think honestly if any of the companies like doordash was there i don't think we could have been as open and honest and had you know really no. deep dive conversations because do you want to have those conversations in front of a lot of these execs that own these apps like i i just don't think in my opinion that's kind of the way to go yeah and also would we have wanted them at the town hall I mean, I wouldn't have wanted them catching Senator Priola's ear because they're trained on how to trash this stuff. You know, I mean, I don't know. To me, it's there. They shouldn't be there. the The gig apps that were there were the Para Gary's apps, Solo Moves, Curry things that we know are transparent that pay you right. Like, and again, even if like Curry wasn't one of my favorite apps and and great pay, even if the pay was just a okay or just decent at best i would still say full transparency that i can't complain about that i just wouldn't take the offers but they're fully transparent since day one so we had good companies there that are you know the saddest part i guess is and it's great for the people who do these apps but the saddest part is is that these apps shouldn't even have to exist because the apps themselves could just be providing all the things we need that we need extra steps for stuff um with that said um what do you guys got going? John, Nova, Animal, Kim, what do you guys got going this week? Still work mode, same, you know, same old stuff, some videos, a lot of stuff, a lot of lot of interesting Walmart Spark stuff, but uh, I'm still working on the same video. I have been uh, just almost should be popping out here, hopefully in the next couple of days. But Walmart Spark stuff is not positive though, is it? <laughs> uh, it depends on who. It depends if you're an investor or you're a worker. If you're an investor, <laughs> you'll be making more money. So yeah. if you're a worker, you should probably be investing as well. Just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you, Nova? What do you got going? Not much, you know, just still I've been doing a lot of catering orders lately, like uh all this like delivered and you know, para zifty. So I've been doing at least one a day. So it's it's been pretty steady for me, you know, just kind of just you know, trying to make money. Like everybody else. Yep. Hannibal, what about you? Now that you're back home and rested. I know, back home chilling. Yeah, rested. <laughs> um, right. Actually, I'm finishing up a video about so this I guess we, we've already discussed this a lot of times, but um when you get deactivated from DoorDash, uh, if you didn't cash that money out, uh, they're not gonna give it to you. Um, they're gonna hold it. And sometimes the reason for deactivation is you know, probably full of crap or there's always some issues. So uh, right now in New York City, there's about 13 cases been submitted uh, in the past week to the Department of Consumer and Worker Protections. 
um, saying that they've been, un, you know, workers have been saying they're unfairly um, locked out of their accounts. Um, and apparently from all the gig apps, DoorDash is the biggest, I guess, of all of the apps doing, you know, holding people's money and locking them out of their accounts. DoorDash is like the leader of that. That's that's their thing, apparently. Um, from you know, Uber Eats, Grubhub, DoorDash seems to do this often. And um, this uh, organization has been recovering thousands of dollars from um, wages coming from DoorDash. So I'm um, finishing up that video. Hopefully that should be done in a few days. But it just shows, you know, DoorDash is taking hits. It's like Uber taking, you know, lawsuits, not, you mm -hmm. know, trying not to pay, you know, trying to make it seem like they're doing nothing wrong. But, um, and, you know, a lot of these people who, that are being affected are from, you know, you know immigrant communities. Um, they're, they're submitting all the information that shouldn't be happening, but um, they're getting locked out of accounts and, you know, $1,200 gone where, you New York City, if you lose twelve hundred dollars that you earned, you can't pay your bills. You can't take care of yourself. So um, I should be finishing with that video up in a few days. And Kim, um, just real quick, Hannibal, I did talk to Senator Priola in um, Colorado about that. He had absolutely no idea that that practice even existed in the gig world. So yeah, um, I yeah, did. Definitely. Lent his, I did talk his ear off about that piece of it, um, but he he looked like he was just like, wait a minute. So you you're telling me that people have earned this money and DoorDash keeps it? And they said, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he really, I think that that was one of the eye opening experience. But anyway, so for me, obviously, I have videos coming out. I have two already filmed. I'm editing one for tomorrow. I'll edit one for the following day. Um, trying to think what else Tuesday my live um, every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Money hungry on the rideshare guy on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Then I'm back here again Thursdays for um the rodeo round table and that kind of rounds out my week nice and so i know that everybody watched last mile yesterday i actually just ended up calling it at 20 minutes it was like one of the only live streams i've ever just said you know i gotta call it because we lost a pet yesterday or the night before really late but um and somebody actually didn't somebody i'm not even gonna say who because they know who and i straightened it out but somebody texted me Hey, at least it wasn't your dog. What? I think somebody was trying. I think what they were trying to say is it was just a bearded dragon. Get over it kind of thing. And like that my son and oh, yeah, my yeah. son and I love our dog, but we love our bearded dragon too. That's, so weird. that's a very weird. He was almost of, with us for yeah. 10 years, man. Like, yeah, it's a relationship period. is family, man. <laughs> and yeah. so I was just having a hard time, but. One thing I was going to hit on yesterday with Last Mile, because I know people have been asking, so it will be next week on Last Mile. I will be talking about the new para thing that you guys are all asking about. So don't ask. Sit tight. Wednesday, I'm allowed to talk about it in full. And uh, I don't even know what I was allowed to talk about yesterday, but I knew some things. But I clarified, and next Wednesday, I will be able to talk about all of it. So um, stay tuned, because there's some more stuff coming up. Um, and the para work, the para works, just a lot of things coming on para, but some people have been noticing something that happened. If you sign into para right now, there's a new thing. So anyway, with that said, guys, um, 13 minutes of news. I actually had a couple people ask me why didn't 13 minutes drop on Saturday? Yeah. I normally don't miss any shows guys, but Saturday I was at the event bringing you the yeah. most real news I've ever brought you. 
<laughs> Give the guy a break. House <laughs> members, tweet workers, like this was news. This was news, guys. The we news was news. there. The post was there. Come on. I mean, this this was news. This, I mean, this was news. Yeah, exactly. I just needed a. I mean, there was no way I was going to drop a 13 minute video to fit into the day somewhere when we were doing that. So it's back this week. It will be awesome. Back on schedule. Things are back in the in the groove. You guys, if you didn't make it this year, make it next year to GigCon and to whatever other events we might have scheduled around it too, because we just learn as we go. So, um, yeah, I guess somebody's going to drop a little hint there. But next Wednesday, we'll talk about this in detail. So, um, you guys, with that said, uh, we're out of here. Um, thank you for joining us and uh, earn smart, be safe, and we'll see you back here next week on the roundtable. Peace. Peace. Well,